Welcome to Beautifully Rebellious, a podcast about going against the grain, creating your own rules, and living your most authentic life. I'm your host, Erin Burr, and I am so excited to welcome you to my show. Let's dive right in. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. As always, I'm so happy that you're here. Um, I did record a whole episode for today, but um, hindsight is 2020, and I wanted to re-record it because some of it was, mm, I'll say, it's just no longer relevant. That's just it. I'm not really going to get into what is and isn't relevant anymore, but let's just redo it. Let's just do it again, guys. I'm going to give you a real-time life update. This is Tuesday that I'm recording this, I'm going to drop it later tonight once I finish recording it, and then tomorrow is Wednesday. That's probably when you're going to hear it, or Thursday or Friday, whatever day. But this is real life, or real-time life updates. So today was an interesting day. Your girl has decided that she's actually going to put some action into getting her own place. And so like a week or two ago, maybe just one week ago, I started looking and I found some places that were really good had all the things I was looking for some of them I had to compromise like space like the amount the size of the apartment for the price but I'm trying to keep the budget real low just so that I can afford it and still afford to actually eat food and buy gas um and so I found some really great ones honestly like in the heart of Seattle beautiful views of the water and of the city booked my tours and then today got up got ready went to go do two of them for two of my most favorite locations and on my way there I was calling one just to say you know I'm running 10 minutes behind traffic's kind of crazy because anytime it rains in Washington everyone forgets how to drive um and he's like yeah no problem but let's go over what you're looking for told him and he's like yeah we just sold or we just signed the leases for those ones the other day they're no longer available and the ones that were available were like 800 over my budget and I was like yeah no um so that tour got canceled and so I was like great really like I was disappointed honestly because I was like I really really liked that option um but I was like no big deal because I have another one that I like kind of even more because it honestly had the best views of the city um, from the windows that were in your apartment. And I was like, no worries. I have that one. No big deal. So I was like, what do I do in the meantime though? Because now I have five hours to kill. And so I was like, well, I'll just go to a coffee shop, did a quick map search and ended up at Starbucks headquarters, which I did not realize that we put a reserve in at headquarters. Like I've been there long, long ago when there's just a Starbucks, but now there's a full-on reserve, and I've been to the reserve roastery up on Capitol Hill. Like, I think that's the first one, but this one puts that one to shame. This is, like, this one was nice. I was like, I should come here more often for coffee because what I like about the reserve is, uh, well, if you're an alcoholic drinker, then you'll like that. I don't drink alcohol, so I don't care. Um... So the things that I like is, one, they have better food options. Not that I've actually ever eaten at the reserve, but it smells amazing. Like, they have flatbreads, pizzas, salads. They have legit meals, not like, a, here's this sandwich that's been sitting in the fridge forever, and then we reheated it, and now you can eat it. And here's this piece of bread. Like, they have legit meals. But my most favorite thing is, when it comes to the coffee part, is the coffee. So they get to do more... Um, 
kind of out of the box drinks because that's kind of what they do. Like they, they're more encouraged to experiment. And, um, the other time I'd been at the roastery up on Capitol Hill, it was for a Starbucks alumni event. I am an alumni of Starbucks. And so I was at this event and, um, maybe that was actually my second experience, but whatever. And I had gotten this specialty latte that they created and I thought it was delicious. So this time I was like, what do they have now? And I got this other specialty latte, like the menu changes, and it was delicious. It was like a, I don't remember exactly, but basically they made their own praline syrup. It was like praline and something. It was delicious. I don't know how many times I can say delicious, but delicious doesn't even cover it. It was so freaking good. Um, I got a large one because I was like, let's go big. And I had that, and I actually have a friend who I used to work at Starbucks with. She works at headquarters, and so she came downstairs, and we caught up on life for, like, you know, a good 20 minutes, maybe 30, I don't know. And um, then I hopped back into my apartment search because, well, you know why. So then, while I was doing that, I had called the second tour of the day apartment location before I'd gotten into Starbucks just to see, you know, is this going to be a repeat of my first, you know, experience. And um, so I gave them a call. They didn't answer, but they had called me back while I was there. So I picked up the phone, talking to the girl, the apartment that I wanted, which was, oh my gosh, the price was so on point. And it's, it was for a studio, like a small studio, which is kind of just, you know, average. It was like 300 and like maybe 20 square feet, maybe 350 square feet, which is average for a studio, at least here. Um, and it's in Seattle, like downtown Seattle, right there. Like uh, if you know Seattle, it's over kind of by Sculpture Park, like in that area. Um, hopefully it's a safe area. But in that area, all the reviews of this apartment complex were like four star, five star reviews, averaged four, four and a half stars on Google. And this is the one with the great views. And it has a washer and dryer. And unlike many of the studios that they're putting out in Seattle now, it actually has a stove so you can actually cook your food. Um, and I forget the other ants. It was just great. It was modern. Everything about it was perfect. Oh, and it only costs like $950 a month. $950 a month. That is amazing. So I call her, or she calls me back. I answer. They leased it last night, guys. It was like crushing my soul. At that point, I was so frustrated. I really wanted to cry. I really, really wanted to cry just out of frustration um, for much of the day. And I mean, it also like gave me gasoline for my apartment search, but I spent like the rest of that day while I was out and about searching for apartments. I drive by apartments and I was like, Ooh, what's that? Call them up, literally call them while I was on the road. Um, so all my apartment tours got canceled. That was a very long story to say all my apartment tours got canceled. Gorgeous apartments all got booked. I'm going to take it as a sign from the universe, but I did put my name on the list for that one. Uh, the last one, because there's another one available, I think in August or something. And if the price point is right, we won't know until then. I'll be interested in it, but I'm just taking it all as a sign from the universe that this was not meant to be, but, uh, the whole point was really to, you know, 
put it out into the universe. I am ready to make this next move. I am ready to uh, shed shed my wings. I think I need my wings to fly, but I'm ready to fly, basically. Flee the nest and fly. Um, and so I ended up just going all the way out to the pottery studio because I was like, I'm in Seattle. I'm halfway there. I might as well just r- go the rest of the distance. I had three pieces I needed to pick up before they got tossed. I don't think they really tossed them, but still. Um, and did that and then took a nice two hour drive home. It was fun. It was really fun. So that was my day. Nothing went according to plan at all. And it really just goes to reinforce if you've been following this podcast for this year, you know, like my motto from the universe this year is go with the flow, let go and let flow. And boy, was today a day for that. Because it was literally every step of the way, the plans I had, the plans I I literally made these plans a week ago. A week ago, I had set up my tours. And I was so ready. Like, I was almost at the point where I was about ready to start planning where to put my things, which isn't really hard because apartments are small and there's not really many places you can put them, but whatever. Um, But it just, you know, you can plan, you can have it all figured out, but in the end... Not everything's going to go according to planning. You just kind of have to adapt. So that's what I did. And I was really happy, you know, to see my friend over at Starbucks. I was happy to get to experience the experience of the reserve, especially at that location. And um, also find a place where you can actually park for two hours for free in Seattle. And to get a really great coffee. And then, um, I mean, I also went to another Star or not another Starbucks, another coffee shop that I go to a lot out in Milk Creek and got to try a different drink. Not a coffee, it's more like a sparkling water lemonade kind of thing. So I was like, we don't need any more coffee. But yeah, yeah, definitely just wasn't the plan, but whatever. Here we are. Here we are, guys. That was the longest update of my life, kind of. But let's just keep going with it. Um, the episode I recorded that was supposed to be released this, this day today was actually an update on my challenge I gave to you guys a few weeks back of, if you're single, take a break from dating. Basically, if you are not dating for the right reasons, like I wanted you to step back and ask yourself, are you in the dating scene for the right reasons? Or are you in the dating scene trying to fill a void in your life or in yourself? And if it was the latter, I challenged you to take a break from dating. I didn't say how long. I didn't say the rules around it. There are no rules. It was your decision about everything. Um, I personally uh, did take a break. That was the whole like catalyst for the whole challenge was I realized that I was in the dating scene for the wrong reasons. That I was in the dating scene because I was trying to, um, well, for a few things. At first, I didn't quite know. I just knew it wasn't right. Like, I knew I was, I just wasn't there for the right reason because the person whose attention I wanted wasn't the people I was dating. And so, and when I was dating or even just talking to people, I didn't necessarily, I knew for sure I didn't want a commitment with any of them. And so, um... I got to the point where I just kind of took a step back and was like, I shouldn't be here because I'm not here for the right reasons. And I took the time to really just evaluate what was driving me towards the dating scene and 
what was driving me towards, um, you know, just conversing with these people and things like that. And I really think the break was so great in the sense that it gave me the space to challenge my ego because my ego is what would show up a lot when I didn't have those outs. So if I was feeling some type of way, this is some of the things I learned. Um, Sometimes like if I was feeling some type of way and I wanted somebody to basically make me feel better, so an outside source of gratification basically, I would run to whoever I was talking to. And um, it, it, it just wasn't the right thing to do. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with going to your partner, your significant other and saying, I'm having a bad day. I just need like, I just need to talk to you. I just need to get it out. Or maybe it's just like, I just need like a hug, a little bit of affection from you. That's it. But it's another thing when um, you're feeling like something's missing in you or you're feeling a void in yourself and you're going to other people to feel fill that void up. And I was finding that's what I was doing. And um, the longer the days went by, which was crazy because two weeks in, I felt like I had been a month into it. it was feeling like forever, like literally. I was like, I'm doing so good. I've been doing this for a month. I went to look at the calendar. I was like, that's only been two weeks. This is the longest two weeks of my life. But um, every single day that I would basically not feed my ego by running to a boy and getting my fix, basically, um, basically my ego would show up uglier and stronger the next time because it wasn't getting fed. And I think this was the best thing I could have done in the sense that it needed to be starved because you starve it and eventually it goes, it doesn't go away, but it learns basically for a lack of better way of explaining it, it kind of learns its place. It learns that it needs to sit back and it needs to let me run the show and not vice versa and it run the show. And so I had learned like my biggest lesson in this. And I think I say this all the time, but self-awareness is the beginning step to any sort of growth. And so this, that the break allowed me to have that self-awareness because I didn't get to have the band-aid to cover up the pain and to give me that short temporary fix for a deep wound. And so I was able to uncover some of my deeper wounds. Like I've discussed on the podcast before, um, my fear, like my childhood wounds, that caused like a fear of abandonment and things like that. And I kind of realized that some of the same traumas that I experienced uh, that I thought were causing a fear of abandonment were also basically, and maybe this is associated with it or just a deeper level of it, I'm not sure, basically was um, correlated to me feeling like I needed to have other people prove to me that I'm enough for them. And I guess not prove to me that I'm enough for them, but have those people, like, like I needed to know that I was enough. And I took rejection and or abandonment as a sign or as a way of telling me that I am lacking and I'm not enough. And I realized that this definitely goes all the way back to my father because it's, even a thought that runs through my mind often is, um, so my father has 
two, three other children besides me, the three before me. Um, and he was in their life lives. He was a part of their lives, but never a part of mine. And as a child and then as a teen and as an adult, my mind always said, what about me wasn't enough that my dad didn't want to be a part of my life? And that's still a pain point for me. Um, like even as I said that I could feel like the tears wanting to come out, but, um, so there's that. And it also carried along throughout different relationships, especially like significant romantic relationships in my life of being cheated on and just repeated things. And I'd walk away from it thinking, what about me wasn't enough for them to be faithful to me or to want to be in a relationship with me? Like, what am I lacking? I'm clearly not enough. And I'm not saying that this is the right way to think. Obviously, like, if uh, my friend was saying this to me, I'd be like, no, girl, like, you are enough. That is a them problem. And I need to be able to turn that around on myself and say those same things to me. Um, but in the sake of being real and authentic, that is the thought that comes through my mind. And I share it because I want you guys to be able to dig deep on yourself and recognize like maybe that's a thought that you have also when you have certain circumstances where people aren't there and maybe you question your worth or your value if you're enough for people, if you're enough that people are going to like you, maybe if you're too much, you know, um, or whatever it is. I just want to keep it real so that you feel safe enough to keep it real for yourself, basically. And so I can't say I have the solution for it. And I'm not really thinking there's like this quick fix to it. It's like all healing. Healing takes time and progress and daily work. And I really think it is just that small chipping away at the wound and kind of like feeling it in with self-love in a way, one day at a time, one incident at a time, one triggering moment at a time. And I think that's really where the healing comes from because I still get triggered. I still think these thoughts, I just thought them today. Um, But I find that you recognize your growth when instead of going down the rabbit hole with that thought, you're able to stop yourself sooner and say, no, that's not it. It's not about you not being enough. Let's look at the situation from a bird's eye point of view. Because sometimes, often, we think something means one thing and we're just not really stepping out of our own shoes and looking at things from another person's perspective. They could be completely on a different page And we're thinking they don't like us or we're not good enough or blah, blah, blah. And they're like, I wasn't even thinking about you. I was totally wrapped up in my own drama, my own life. And you see, we're just making up stories, basically. Um, And sometimes they really just don't want to give you time and attention. And that is what it is. But it still doesn't mean that you're not enough. It still doesn't mean that I'm not enough. It just means that... For whatever reason, they are the way they are and maybe they're just not the person for you and that's not a bad thing. All you need to do is remember to love on yourself. And maybe that's just that they need to come around. I'm not going to say it's any one thing because I don't want to put you guys in a box and say relationships need to look like XYZ and there's so much advice out there in the social media world about dating. You don't need another person saying... 
these are the red flags, watch out for them. And if they treat you like this, then that, because I don't like subscribing to rules. I do think, yes, there are patterns and we can look at them and say, well, this keeps happening, blah, blah, blah. But I also like to give everybody the benefit of the doubt that they are their own individual being and that they have the right to act the way that they do and it doesn't necessarily mean what society says it means. So that's why I don't really love all those things. Maybe, you know, maybe he doesn't want to talk to you. Maybe he does want to talk to you. Maybe he doesn't understand his emotions about you. Maybe he's avoiding them. Maybe he just doesn't know how to actually talk to you. It could be a million different things and I don't like saying it's one thing end of story. But yeah, so that is the update. I find that taking the break was so, so good for me. I keep saying was, and that's because now I'm kind of unsure where I stand. I still am not like really dating anybody. I mean, not even really. I'm not dating anybody. I am still a single person, um, still kind of in the same situation I've been in for a while, but I am not actively seeking out anybody. I have one person that I care about, one person that I have feelings for, and one person that my time and attention does go to, but we are also still not like an item. Um, So I'm not saying like this is me dating again because I'm not actively pursuing anybody unless it was this one person but that's also something that I can't put into a box. So I'm not going to. I'm just going to let it be and let things work out as they work out, if they work out, however they work out. Um, but that's why I say was for past tense and all of this. The break was an excellent thing for me. I still highly encourage anyone to do it. I still am applying a lot of the same practices that I was doing in that time a lot of reflection a lot of trying not to react a lot of trying to kind of silence my ego tell my ego what's up instead of it telling me what's up and also listening to that inner child voice and saying what is it you're really needing in this moment because oftentimes we it's just like a child they act out in a way that's like big and tantrum and it really has It doesn't mean what they're saying it means. Their feelings are really, you know, all about something else. And so it's a matter of just kind of like reparenting that inner child, giving her a chance to be heard, saying, what is it you really need? And how can I, one, see your need, hear your need, and then also fill that need so that I'm not seeking outside sources to be that filler. It's me being my own need filler, I guess. I don't have another name for it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, these are skills in that we can do for any part of our life, whether we're single, dating, married, engaged, I don't care what you're doing. Um, it's just, you know, part of growing and uh, being self-aware and accountable for yourself. But yeah, That is the big update, guys. My day and my past couple weeks, my reflection of taking a break from dating. And um, I still, like I said, encourage everyone to do it and just have some time to really 
Look at why you do what you do and ask yourself, is this who you want to be or do you want to be somebody better? And if you do, which I hope you do always want to be a better person than you are now, then put in the work. All right, guys, that's going to be it for now. I'm going to go drink my iced coffee that I made and it's like almost eight o'clock at night. So why am I drinking coffee? I don't know. Probably so I can stay up and do all these things. And I have some laundry to fold because I'm behind on that. But um, just a reminder, hop into my store, erinburr.com, to get my affirmation decks. The Queendom Affirmation Deck is still available for now, limited limited time. You can also get a deal, a BOGO deal for that in the original Queen Bee Affirmation Deck. And I've also got a bunch of stickers in there and... Um, some really cool like money manifestation items as well that I absolutely love and yeah so don't forget that guys don't forget the journals also all the links to everything is on my website that I just told you links to the shop links to this podcast in case you forgot how to get here in case you forget how to get here forgot how to get here I don't know and then also the links to my journals I do want to create some new journals. I've got like four ideas in my head and I just need to put them onto a computer and produce them. But right now, get the other journals. They're really, really great for carrying around, um, taking to and from work or school. They also work as notebooks. There's gratitude journals. There's a daily planner. So I've got you covered, basically. I can get you, get your life in order, give you space to write down your thoughts and give you the tools that you need to get your thoughts in a ve- uh, more higher vibration state of being so we can attract high vibrating things. All right, guys, <laughs> that's that. Thanks so much for stopping by. Until next week, guys, I hope you have an amazing week. I will have a great week as well. So that's about it, guys. Bye. Bye.